Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page on warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on usa.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. And you can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. The message of Mr. Trustwell Hope. Introducing Mr. Trustwell Hope. So the parable, the anthem of heaven, the redeeming truth, shall you hear it? Trustwell Hope, quite a name. The bane of lawless people within a nation cannot only be seen, but what they do will tear down the moral fabric of society. It is true, our system of government was not made for unrighteous people. Prophesied Lawlessness, Mystery of Iniquity Prophesied lawlessness for the fellowship of truth means that the world will find itself in a time when rebellion finds fulfillment. Everything that has been deemed true and natural is now cast aside. And don't miss this post on warn-usa.com Gospel News Global Lawlessness is a featured in-time report. The, this latest classic Warren Radio features one of our premier shows. And be sure to get your book, The Rising, by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. It's the second in the Steel series. And it's a Christian fiction thriller. There's danger and intrigue. Dark forces plotting. The nation is at risk. Can Mac save the United States? The rising details a takeover of America where dark forces that plot to bring the country into the globalist new world. And be sure to go to DanaGlennSmith.com where you can sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter. And you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature The Rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchman.
You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, doing good. It's still daylight outside. We had sun real late. The blue sky was showing. And, Love this uh, weather. Yeah, yeah. This is we we've, we've had our winter, and uh, of course, there's a lot of other things that are going sideways in the world, but. Uh, as far as the weather and where we're at, we have peaceful days and peaceful nights. We thank the Lord for it. Yes, amen. <clears throat> but, you know, the thing of it is, is that uh, in our world today, we are definitely have trouble everywhere in this whole planet. <sighs> it's awful. You know, a lot more than we've seen. Now, you could probably compare this. World War II had every nation, uh, you know, really uh, impacted. But, uh, you know, we have a lot of individual troubles with nations today. Major troubles with Israel. Uh, Major troubles in China and in Russia and in the Ukraine, I mean, you can just go around the world and see them. We got major problems in America, and uh, you you can, and we've said this before. We've, you can always tell how a nation's doing by looking at the leadership. And I would suffice it to say that ten times out of ten. When you look at a nation and the direction it goes and how well it goes, good or bad, will be traced directly to the one in charge of that nation or was voted in. That's right. And uh, every time you look in in the Old Testament and, you know, when we do these shows on gospel news, when there's persecution, things going on, you can trace it directly to the one in charge as well as the government that he's formed. Every time. Every time. And the troubles we have in America today, it goes right to the Biden administration and to the That's Democrats right. and the liberal agenda that they have, uh, along with a lot of other issues that these Democrats and these woke people are doing. I mean, America right now today is is not very good to be migrating to. And uh, we have so many people coming in here right now that want to migrate they're going to add to the trouble. They're not going to help anything. Nope. And, and if I could reach them and tell them, i say, you need to turn back, go to your home, and you need to fix the place you came from. My fear is that uh, there's going to be a lot of innocent people taken advantage of, put into sex trade, made to bring drugs over the border, and killed even. That is very concerning to me. Well, that, I, I wish they wouldn't even come here. 
So I think they're coming to their death. Well, Maybe you know, I'm too negative. That's already coming. That's already happening. What you described is already happening, and, and it's going to get worse. And we, we know it is. Uh, well, it's very disturbing. We get. Uh, I don't like it. We get details on a lot of these things, especially we uh, know of ministries that contact us, that send us information about what's going on, and you can deal it to the drug trade and to the sex trade and to the and to the children they're they're taking advantage of, and this is going on right now, and it's been going on, and these big groups of people that are coming up here from Mexico, these are the same ones that have been leaving babies at the border by themselves. One even survived a night, oh. you know, uh, in freezing cold. That's horrible. And they said because of a baby's metabolism and how it shuts down a little bit, the infant made it through. And and nothing ever happened. I mean, didn't get killed by an animal or nothing. You know, you can see that That's the Lord amazing. God took care of that little yes. baby, you know. And so we don't like any of this, you know. And because our own Congress has failed at immigration for about 30 years, and we have people like Joe Biden that has been elected through a false election who is also dementia-ridden. I mean, there is absolutely no doubt what they're doing up there, which is illegal. This guy should not be in there. But because they can go around it and they can manipulate him, they can bring in their liberal agendas and nobody says anything. So America, as far as I'm concerned, from the standpoint of a watchman, is in judgment. I've warned about this, and also I knew about this because of the good Lord and uh, his revelation and uh, through his spirit. And so our first one, we are going to be discussing the border, and Tower's already mentioned three concerns. These are very, very big concerns. You know, and, and that's when we talk about illicit sex trade, we're talking about women. We're talking about children, and we're, you know, and uh, we're talking about the young men who get caught up in it as well. Then, of course, you got the drug trade, and that's coming over. Biden, for all intents and purposes, has turned the border over to the gangs, the drug gangs, the drug cartels in Mexico. That's what he's done. And so this is what's happening right now. Yeah, he's like their best friend. And in a picture we have that uh, came from CBN, they had uh, somebody down there. And on the picture we have a long bench, and there's a bunch of people sitting down. They're all from South America. They're young men, most of them. The first looks like 15 or so, 20 of them were sitting close together like they're from the same group. I don't see any tattoos on their arms. They could have tattoos on their chest and their backside uh, in order to get in without being called a gang member. Um, and they're all young. You don't see any women among them. And this is the same thing we've seen years ago, not too long ago, matter of fact, of the migrants going into Europe. And they were all young Muslim men who were going in. And, of course, when you get this many young people... And these are probably a little bit more than a teenager, probably a little older than 18. Some of them don't even look that age. And they're not very old. And this is at the gang age. This is senior gang member status. These are also the kinds that uh, that the drug cartels use. 
but uh, they could be just kids that came up here looking for something. Now, see, we've got a huge amount of people coming up now. No way American can take care of them, and we don't have a president or Congress that's going to do anything about it. So this is up to the states, and uh, this is not Ill illegal immigration. I mean, they're not an immigrant, okay? These are illegals. These are people that are illegal. No matter what the Biden administration does when he turns around and says, well, you know, we're going to welcome them in. You can't welcome them in. You're not even defending the border. You're a liar. And the rest of you up there are liars. And so th this is a big issue because it affects all of America. America's already in a mess. It's already divided. And it's not going to take much for this to trigger a civil war here and major death and destruction. So this is not a good thing. And when I see pictures like this, and they all have the same kind of shoes, exact shoes, exact white socks for the most part. Same kind of jeans and shirts. Yeah, jeans and shirts and masks. They all have the same wristbands on. They've already been processed. And they're well-fed. And that's one thing we've seen about all of them. They're organized. They're well-fed. Now, I know this for a fact uh, from previous times in research over the years of illegals coming across. Number one, the Catholic Church plants uh, posts along the way, and or, or they help them get along their way. We know this. Now, whether they're doing it now, I don't know, but that's who we would say. There's also uh, some political people involved in this, powers like George Soros, but he's not the only one. So this, these people aren't just showing up because they're nice people. They're showing up because they've been bought and paid for, and they've been nurtured and taken care of the whole way to be presented at our border so they can come here and fill our country up with illegals so the Democrats can get reelected. Now, when Obama was in, I told people what this was about when he started doing it. And this is what this is. Obama's mixed up in this. And so's his wife. And we have other Democrats who lie, cheat, and steal. And they're stealing by lying to us and allowing these people to come in and not do anything about the border. And so there's a lot of issues here. And so Governor Abbott decided he would just send a lot to uh, D.C. in a, you know, in a bus. Well, see, that's that really isn't going to do a whole lot. It might make them mad in D.C., but they just turn around and send them off. Yeah, they put them on planes at night and send them to different states. But see, the states, the only states they can really send them to are those states who have agreed to take in immigrants. You have to have an agreement with the government, and there's a number of states that have no agreement with the government. And when you have elite, uh, liberals in your state, the first thing they want to do is get that immigration changed so you can be one of those that the government can just fill you up with illegals without saying anything. And so this this is the issue here in America today. And then we have another issue, Tower, and it's not related to this, but it has to do with the Ukraine. I wanted to bring this out because uh, Joe Biden's sending more weapons. And it came out today, too that there is no way America can trace where the weapons are going once we send them to the oh, Ukraine. Oh, man. And and so we keep sending them all this. I mean, we're talking a lot of money here. I mean, major, major 
bucks and weapons. Today, Putin came out and said, with you sending, with the U.S. sending equipment and, you know, military aid into the Ukraine, that's going to be subject to a target by us. So when you start bringing some of these in, you're going to see Russia maybe targeting U.S. ships or whoever's bringing them in. Yeah. And, and taking the weapons. Yeah. So to use against Ukraine, the Ukraines. So if I was putting together scenario for the end of the world, this this is the scenario that would do. I would open up an American border that couldn't be shut. I would bring in tens of thousands of illegals to create civil disturbance and unrest, especially because there's not going to be any food, which was also planned. Right. There's none of this that has been by accident. We know for a fact before any of this got going, Biden's administration was calling up uh, farmers. And the reason we know that, because they were on, some of them got on Getter and was asking everybody if they had heard of it. And they were on Parlor too, wanting to know if the government's calling them and telling them to plow their crops. And they're not just doing that. They're doing more plow than under that. their crops. Yeah, plowing uh, plowing under the crops. They're also telling people to get rid of their cattle. Um, and we had a major uh, cattle grower in Texas that came out and said that the go- the government boys shut him down and the, all of the cattle. They're all ready for market, all ready to go to the slaughterhouse, but they have to kill him. And they're also bringing beef in from Zambia. <coughs> And you told me today that they're going to quit labeling country of origin on the meat. Well, that's what the story said. Matter of fact, it said already they they stopped the huh. the origin. Now that begins. Uh, now that was never passed by law. That was done in the Biden administration, and probably the ag department up there, whichever one handles that. So so all all of this stuff, the shortages of food, the shortages of meat. Everything in the store, everything has been pushed. Everything has been created. COVID and the pandemics were the same way. We have Klaus Schwab who came out with uh, one world government that he was telling everybody to form. So all this really would be a perfect scenario if we were putting it in Revelation and we were telling you that the next step is for the, uh, for the beast to show up. And uh, the beast could already be here working and you would never know it. You won't know it until he's been revealed. So this is the perfect setup for the whole thing. And it is disturbing. It is problematic. And there's nothing you can do about it. Because we have more things going on right now. Especially in America than most people realize. And yeah, they're blinded to it. They, they, well, a lot of them are. So th- these are issues that... that uh, of course, Tower and I chose to do this. You know, we've been doing this for a lot of years. We've known that America as we know it would cease to exist. We've known that our entire and it married sure has life. already. And, and we believe that that part has already been fulfilled. But there's going to be another thing, and that's going to be a massive war in here. And there is going to be a place where America is going to be destroyed. And... Uh, None of this is, 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 is fun to talk about. This is a pain in the keister. But this is what this is about. Now, meanwhile, 
you know, people, especially those in America and American churches, are looking for a pre-trib rapture right now. So most of them are ignoring what's going on and don't really want to do much because they're planning on going in the rapture. Yes, good luck. There's not going to be a pre-trib rapture, folks. But if you want to believe it, help yourself. You're going to be here because this is the trial of our faith. And, and it is a mess. And, you know, when you start walking up to a foreign country like America, especially with all the troubles we're having right now, and you expect everything to just take care of you, you know, and they say, well, we're going to give you so much money and we're going to put you up. You know how many people we got on the street outside of Nancy Pelosi's uh, house, and she's the speaker of the house? Homeless people. Homeless people. They're all over the place. And one was interviewed, and they were paying him $800 a month to stay homeless and live in the little tent he was living right on the street. Now, see, as Speaker of the House, she has done nothing, but she's accumulated millions of dollars. A lot of that has come from previous, from some stock investments that her husband made connecting to political decisions that were made in Congress. This is well known. We know these people have have practically retired rich. And it's not just Nancy Pelosi. But there's a lot of them that are her age or a little bit older that are almost partially senile, that are rich, that are trying to carry on a government. And every one of them needs to be taken out of there. And and I'll tell you, there's a big issue with a conflict of interest in this Congress. That's right. And it's wicked. And America is not going to come out of this unless this thing is met with serious repentance. From the top of the government to the bottom to the street, everywhere. We need to see repentance. We need to be serious about this stuff, or you ain't going to have nothing left. So, we need to move on. Yes, we do. And, of course, that leads us to the next thing. This is an article I did some time ago, and I'm reminding you of it to go to DanaGlynSmith.com or Warren-USA.com. Is this America's last stand? Now, see, what most Americans see as a crisis, these enemies of the state see it as an opportunity. For un, for the uneducated and destroying any society, reality comes to you quickly. Not understanding the concepts of this war can also bring the last stand of opportunity to the forefront. There will be one winner, and then there are the losers. Make no mistake about it. This article is pinpointed, and it's plain. And if you've got guts enough to get over to the websites and read it, you can get some information here. Don't forget warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com, and even my new book, The Rising, all have to do with what's going on in America right now. The Rising has important prophetic stuff in it, and I challenge 10 patriots to buy that book, look at it, and give me comments, and then you contact me, because I'll want to talk to you. So you get the book. Now, and no, I'm not going to get rich by you buying 10 copies. (laughs) So, at any rate, that is, is this America's last stand? 
makes you wonder what's going on. I was laughing because I looked at her next article. You know, everything is about misdirection. And I named this one Biden's Oil Misdirection. I mean... (laughs) Biden opened up all the federal lands, oil leases and gas leases. And... uh, then it came out that the oil and gas industry uh, was mad, and I don't blame them, because the Democrats planned to further tax them for rising gas prices. I mean, you know, he stopped the Keystone Pipeline, and, and there's been calls for it. The Keystone is not coming back, folks. Um and we live in an oil-rich and coal-rich, uranium-rich, many other kinds of minerals here where we live. And, you know, we have family members that are in the oil and gas industry. We know what's been happening for 30 years over the, over the pipeline issues, over the oil and the gas, over the Democrats crying to get rid of it. Uh, And so we're sick of playing the parlor games. We're sick of the chess play. We're sick of of the checkers that you're playing with our lives. You know, as far as what you say, screw you people up there in D.C. You know, this is our oil, our gas, our industry. And all we need to do is take the middle portion of the United States out and a few others that have it, and we'll form our own America, and you just take the rest of it and go jump in the lake with all the stuff you're doing. Because you're corrupt. You're utterly corrupt. And what you're doing with oils and gas, and then Biden goes creeping over to uh, Saudi Arabia and others, crying for them to uh, pump more gas because of gas prices. Give me a break. Yeah, we've got it right here. What are you whining to other nations for? You know, just like Trump said, (laughs) you know, and, you know, we can't help it if we quote Trump because he's right. (laughs) He said, if you'd have just left everything alone, you'd have been a good president, you know, because you wouldn't have had problems with the border. You wouldn't have had problems with oil and gas. But no. You had to do it the other way around. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. So now who knows, you know? I mean, we have this now supposedly opening up federal lands, oil and gas leases. And then there was another article. There was some more information coming out about that saying that uh, uh, the Biden administration didn't open up everything and it wasn't enough. And then someone else reported that... uh, uh, the Biden administration has appro- approved a little more than what Trump did at this time. We don't know what's going on. Half the time, nobody wants to even report the truth. And if you get in the liberal media, I mean, you can, you can take Twitter, you can take Facebook, you can take Google even, you can do Microsoft News. All of them are slanted. I know because I use, I use Microsoft products, but I also know their news ain't worth a diddly. Because they're all slanted, every one of them. And you can tell them. I'm a writer. I've written articles, thousands of them. And I can tell you, I know a hit piece. 
And we got a lot of hit pieces coming out of the liberal. They've been doing it for about 15, 20 years. So this whole thing is a mess. Biden's oil misdirection. We're not misdirected. We know where the oil is at here. We know what it smells like. We know what it looks like. We know what it does. You know, if there's an oil spill, we know how to take care of it. Give me a break. You people don't know nothing. You get up there, you know, in D.C. and you act like you're your own country. You can do whatever you want to. It's about time for the politicians to do the right thing. That's right. And they need to do the correct thing. And they need to listen to those of us that you haven't been listening to. Maybe they're too corrupt to know what the right thing is. Well, we got plenty of signs. We've given them tonight. Your border's overrun. There's the first sign. Number two, you already had plenty of oil and gas, but Biden shut it down. There's another sign. And all you have to do is listen to Putin. He outlined everything in a good little video one day trying to delineate everything. He also came back out and said, told Europe that if you think that you're going to do without Russian gas for the winter, he says, you don't know what you're talking about. Because there's nothing that can replace Russian gas for Europe to keep you guys going. And he's probably right. Yes, he probably is. And see, this is welcome. Now, see, Putin, I'm, I'm not, I didn't agree to what he was doing. But at any rate, I could go on for another hour, hour and a half this way. But I'm not going to because we're going to move on. Because this is not just a politics program, although we have some today. This is a program about the persecuted church. And we are going to cover some of that. But there are times when we have to cover this on the show. And I'll tell you, as far as some of this social media, I don't know. You know, Trump has Truth Social, and he put it, you know, uh, Apple. It's an Apple app, and that's the only thing he has. They haven't even produced the Android app, and they haven't done the app for for, uh, a computer app. you know, where you could do it on a computer like the others do. You can't open it up in a browser on a computer at all. Really? I yeah. didn't I wasn't aware of that. And and huh. I and I get all of these things, honest to God. I, I have gotten so many requests for money from the Republican Party. Now see, I may be signed up as a Republican, but I'm not a Republican. There's nothing you can be because they're all corrupt. You need to be neutered or something. non-political you know the Martian party or something (laughs) because it's ridiculous you know I mean we are so dumb and we are so politically motivated and we hate each other so much it's ridiculous how long do you think a house divided against itself is going to stand it isn't going to stand and I've written articles on it I've talked about it it's been on my websites it's you know and and if you don't want to listen, that's up to you, man. One, I'm just going to wrap this up. When this thing begins to fold and the real hell begins, I'm going to wrap it up and I'm going to go go somewhere and you'll never hear from me again. So good luck with your 
nonsense and your ignorance and you're hating one another and then you're woke society and you're perverting our kids and you all think you know the truth you don't know the truth you've distorted the truth and you're going to hell for it now wake up now now here's another one now on this one tower this is one of those that we're doing just to bring out the point of the issues. We agree wondering like Bill Donhue did on this, okay? And we're just looking at those. So I'll... I was just going to read the whole thing. Well, you can, but that's not really the point. The point is knowing who it comes from and... Okay, this is rules for thee, but not for me. It comes to us via ChristianNewsWire.com, Bill Donahue's reaction on the recent Florida sex ed law. So the um, Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, recently signed the Parents' Rights in Education Bill, which prohibits teachers from instructing kids as young as five years old about sexual orientation and gender identity. It also ensures parental rights. And um, why would issue one, why would a teacher want to ask little kids whether they are sexually attracted to those of the opposite sex or the same sex? Why would a teacher want to lie to little kids about their ability to switch their sex Something which is immutable, God-given, and nature-ordained. It's not like there is no kernel of truth in that maybe kids that young should be thinking about sex at all. Those are not the words of a prude. Those are the words of Bill Maher. Speaking about supporters of the DeSantis bill, he noted that it's not like you're not allowed to literally say gay, but just don't want teachers talking about it. They think it's the province of parents. So if Mar gets it, why don't others? Why did a trio of women hosts at the Oscar slam the law? Why did Hillary Clinton mislabel the bill? It's not it's one thing for the political opponents of the law, including celebrities, to call it the don't say gay bill, quite another when the media do the same. To be sure, the media have every right to quote critics of the bill who characterize the bill that way, but they have no right to officially brand it this way. We did a nexus search of the number of media outlets in its headline identified the bill as Don't Say Gay Bill. From March 1st to April 8th, we found over 450 such instances. And it doesn't say gay in the bill. Yeah. So that's that's the point he's making. Yeah. So Yet, when I was raised, the word gay does not mean what it means today. Yeah, it meant you were happy. Yeah, you were happy. And so we've perverted everything. I mean, even the rainbow flag they've taken from the time of Noah as the promise of God, it turned out that... Uh, they want it for them. And so, you know, whatever, you know. This is not about whether you're gay or lesbian. This 
bill was about the fact of them approaching these kids. And that's the issue. And it's always the issue, even with the border, as we've talked about earlier. What is the matter with you? Can't you leave the children alone? Oh, I think it's just horrible. It's very disturbing. Those kids shouldn't even know anything about that at that age. Well, there's plenty of time. They ha- yeah. they need to be kids. That's right. You know, when I was in first and second and third grade, you know, I wasn't thinking about being attracted sexually to anybody. Yeah, you didn't even think that way. That's dumb. But if you have some perverted teacher in there trying to jump around in a dress when when they shouldn't be, hint, hint. Yeah. And trying to get these little kids to think it's cool. I mean, we think transgenderism and all this other stuff is cool. It's not cool, folks. This stuff is unclean. Now, if you want to do it, that's up to you. Help yourself. But read Revelation 22 and get your head out of the nether region. That's right. Now, see, this is the thing that America doesn't want to talk about. They don't want to talk about it. And I, you know, even on my shows, I I don't talk about, you know, a lot of the other things. But the issue here is, this whole thing is not about gay-gay. It's not about homosexual. It is not about transgender. It is about dealing with children who are in an educational process, and teachers need to be trusted Stick to the curriculum. Stop telling them this stuff. That's right. Because it's not your job, and you don't have the right to do that to children. This should be done in the home with the parents. So when yes, you get, I agree with you, Dana. You know, when it comes to their you know, when you talk about it, you know, you see the Democratic Party and wh- where they're at in their morality and in their politics. And then you look at the rest of the people in America that don't like what they're doing. And, uh, you know, we don't need teachers to try to sexually engineer children. Oh, that's just a horrible thought. And that's exactly what they're doing when they try to get them skewed with all these immoral books and other stuff and put ideas in their head. You need to let these kids grow up and be mature, strong adults. Then they can make their decisions. That's right. Now we're actually moving over to Uganda now. This brings you into the reality. You know, when we talk about Uganda, about the same way we talk about Nigeria or Pakistan or India. And you can go to China, North Korea. Now, you see, this happens to do, and it comes from Morning Star News. And... uh, The head teacher of a private Islamic school 
Now, see, this is not the first time we've talked about things like this. We've covered stories on imams who have come to the Lord Jesus Christ. When the Lord appeared to them, this is the head teacher of a private Islamic school. And they set him on fire, third-degree burns, when staff members heard him praying as a Christian. That's horrible. Now, this imam, or this uh, head teacher of the private Islamic school, said a Christian businessman supplied equipment to the school. And this Christian businessman used to pray at his office in the presence of other Muslim staff members. And it was a welcome present, especially after the pandemic in 2020, he said. And he had more discussions with the supplier about Christianity. And then he decided to put his faith in Christ. Good for him. And he said, I wanted to keep my faith in Christ secret. And there's a reason. Because he knew that in Uganda, they would kill him. And uh, he kept it secret for a long time. And he began missing Friday prayers. Because he attended evening prayers at the church. And so some Muslim teachers noticed it and then reported him to the school management board. And uh, when they asked him about it, he said, I was praying for my house. They accepted it, but very reluctantly. And he wouldn't be lying because he probably was doing yeah. it from home. And one morning he woke at 3 a.m. in the morning and he was praying in Christ's name, how he learned to pray. But there was someone listening and recording the prayers. And he prayed till 4.30 and then prepared to go to the mosque. He wanted to protect his job. And he woke early the next the following day and prayed again. And other school teachers eavesdropped on him. So he be, so he finished the prayers at 4:45 that early morning. And he was preparing to leave, and he heard a knock at the door. And when he opened the door, it was filled with Muslims from his school who hated his guts, shouting Allah Akbar. And they grabbed him and took him inside the mosque and beat the living tar out of him. And they were mad at him for heading a Muslim school, but he had converted to Christianity. And they were going to kill him. And, and as he was being beaten, he remembered the supplier telling him that in, that in times of persecution, I should call upon the name of Jesus. And as I mentioned the name of Jesus in low voice, one attacker said, said, Azab, Azab, meaning punishment in Arabic. 
And so a couple of them gathered there, threw gas on him and lit him on fire. And it was so painful he fainted. And then an elderly Islamic teacher intervened and told them not to kill him, that Allah would kill him. And so they instructed them to take him to the school clinic for treatment. And then he said, I realized Jesus had come to save me. Yeah, amen. And uh, he called the Christian supplier. And he arrived and took him to the church site. He was treated for five days. And he was transferred to another hospital. And he has third-degree burns on his leg and on his back, blistered and swollen. Two of his children remain at the school. And, of course, they're going to continue to be Muslims. Mm-hmm. Now, you see, Muslims make up no more than 12% of Uganda's population. And, and, that's, and they're going to brainwash his kids. Yeah. And so the Lord did, did warn us that those of your ho- own household will be your enemies. And uh, unfortunately, when you're in a, in a situation, especially with Islam, we find this in Hinduism too, um, it can be devastating. So be sure to pray for Uganda and for this particular teacher. The names are not their names because nobody puts their real name out there for security reasons. And nobody tells you what where the exact location is either. Well, you know what's really bizarre? Uganda are Muslims in that area in the area of Uganda make up no more than 12% of Uganda's population. See Muslims make up no more than 12%. Yeah. That is just bizarre. You would think more Christians would stand up and against that well you know ideology if they don't stand up they'll lose their country and and that's the same thing for america we got people that stand up but they want to destroy it yeah soros continues to buy off instructors we had bill gates involved in that we had uh um you know a lot of them that that were working on on doing that, and so if you know if you don't stand up for your country, but see in this case we have a bunch of people that are have one aim, and just like here you know Uganda and, and Nigeria, persecution the same way. They don't care about protecting people's rights. Nope. And uh, now, open doors. They have a inroad into North Korea. I'm glad of that. Thank God. Yeah, and we've been covering North Korea through uh, a couple of different uh, venues of uh, ministries that have uh, a way to get in there. Believe me, it's hard. And Open Doors said that their contacts, 
who have a ministry to North Korean believers. And uh, they had some prayer requests. And uh, there's a believer, and they called him uh, Hayek Su, which that's not his name, but became a believer a number of years ago. And it was through partners, again, just like these, who worked with open doors, who introduced him to the Lord Jesus Christ. And he was discipled by their field partners, probably the same ones who introduced him. And uh, it was part of their safe house and shelter ministry outside North Korea, which more than likely it was in China. And even in China, you've got to be very, very careful because... Uh, they will send him back. And uh, he was a faithful student. He always wanted to know more about the Bible. And he actively participated in the Bible lessons. And nobody knows where he's at. Of course, this being in North Korea, he could be dead already. Yes, unfortunately. And uh, when detained North Koreans are found with any Christian... Uh, they're they're sent back to North Korea. And, of course, by the time they get back to North Korea, they and their family face a security labor camp, exile, or even execution. And we reported not too long ago the fact of, oh, I forgot, there was like 10 or 11 believers in a warehouse worshiping, and some guards had been tipped off, and they went in there and killed them all. Every one of them, every one of them. That that's that's Christianity in North Korea. So we need to continue to pray. You need to make North Korea and the believers there part of your regular prayers. You know, and and we have reported on people that uh, actually went back into North Korea, in spite of how hard it is in order to reach North Koreans for Christ. Yeah, that's amazing in itself. And so it is one of those things that um, my heart, you know, is always attuned to North Korea and China. China is really bad, too. And it's kind of funny because, you know, not too long ago, there was actually churches in there that could actually be a church and preach the faith of Christ and get away with it. You know, they allowed them to do that. But I don't know, somewhere along the road, they got bent sideways and decided that they were going to close everything down, and they did, man. They shut down churches, took everybody out of the biggest churches and the smallest churches, made them all sign agreements, or they weren't going to get nothing. Yeah, this is not good. No, it isn't. And so we're ready for another one. Are you ready? Yes. This is Nigeria's death camp. It comes to us from persecution.org. And um, this is about the Fulanis attacking these villagers. They not only kill them, they, all, they burn the villages and destroy their farm crops. They normally come at night or ambush our people when going to farm. This is from um, Sambo. He's a, he's a local from the Aden community in Kagaro. 
he survived a gunshot wound in recent attacks. And he's, um, he's still in pain. An ICC visited him at the hospital where he's currently receiving treatment. He wants to go back to his farm, but it's difficult for him to be able to farm again with the injuries that he has. But he wants to live in his original home. And he says he knows that the Flannies are killing them because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And this is amazing to me. He says, but we will continue to forgive them for Christ's sake. That's an amazing story. And um, another person said, the Flawney militants are coming again. No soldiers in the community. They have no place to sleep and no food to eat right now because all the food was burnt by the Flawney militants. And they have no hope in the government and are are sure the government won't help them because they're Christians. Another man, (coughs) excuse me, lost his wife and two children during the most recent attack. And he said that their community is close to a military checking point and the militants killed two Christian soldiers. And ICC went to a camp, one of the camps for internally displaced persons, an IDP camp. And ICC was informed that there are about 600 of these camps. And the one they went to currently has 67 infant males and 94 infant females. For a total of 161 infants, they have 295 children which 116 are boys and 179 are girls. There's um, 62 adult males and and 117 adult females. Of the age, there are 11 men and 52 women for a total of 63. And uh, some of the women at the IDP camp told ICC that they would like to go back to their villages, but know that it's impossible because the uh, Falanis now ac- occupy their villages. They've experienced years of violence at the hand of the militants, just as many years of neglect from the Kaduna state and federal governments. They said we can't school our children, and the food at the IDP camps are not enough. And ICC has observed the children in the camp looking malnourished and many were sick and they said our children are sick and many are dying of diseases and they can only give them local herbs because we they don't have the money to take them to the hospital this is very sad and very tragic what's going on in nigeria so be sure to pray for nigeria and uh, there are fulani groups that uh, they're not all like this but uh, because they are tribal, <clears throat> you know, you have a lot of uh, Islamic jihadism in them. But, uh, you know, there are Fulani that are coming to the Lord, but not enough. And so uh, remember Nigeria. Remember North Korea. Remember Uganda. Uh, these are very, very hard areas for the gospel and for the Christians that are there. And uh, with that tower, we're going to have to be getting out of here. Okay. 
Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. Please pray for your brothers and sisters around the world. They need it and desperately. And we pray for you and we love you and we always hope the best for you in the Lord. Stay safe and be careful. Be wise in your everyday activities. We love you. Good night, everybody. Don't forget again to go by our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Check out the articles. Listen to the shows. Leave some comments. Visit us. Truly end-time websites of the WIBR Warren Radio Ministry. We've been doing this for a long time. Be safe. Take care of yourself and your families wherever you live, wherever you hear this. Know that you can always go by our websites and, and contact us through our contact page. We do not respond on social media. You want to talk to us or you have a serious issue, you go to our websites. If you're too lazy to go to the websites and just fill out a contact form, then I guess you don't need to talk to us. We do not parlay over social media sites. So until next week, be safe. Blessings to all of you. Shalom, everybody. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.